Potter City presents 21 Days in God's Presence, filled with intense prayers, date 3rd to 23rd January 2022. And now, Prophet Nanase Opoku We are going to deal with um, some of the biblical solutions to some of the things we have been teaching in the past, dealing with altars and all kinds of attacks on our life. Um, in our combat with the powers of darkness. Hallelujah. Jesus said, anybody who wants to follow me should take up his own cross and then follow me. Hallelujah. That means that everybody has a cross. And Jesus is expecting everyone to take your own cross. Not necessarily a wooden stick. Um, that's that to do with the challenges that come with our Christian work with God. But in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Um, it is not possible to defeat and knock down altars without the equation of a life of fasting. That is my conclusion about it. Hallelujah. The disciples couldn't cast a demon. And when they came back to Jesus and asked him, why couldn't we cast him out? He said, because of your unbelief. I'm talking about Matthew chapter 27. When we read all the way from verse numbers 20 down there, I don't need to quote it, but uh, when we come to verse number 21, he told them that this one cannot go out. How be this kind does not go out except by fasting and prayer. Everybody say fasting and prayer. And when he said this particular thing, he was specifically dealing with demons. He was specifically dealing with an evil spirit that the disciples couldn't cast him out. And because they couldn't cast the spirit out, they wanted to find out from Jesus Christ that why couldn't we cast him out? And he said, because of your unbelief. So number one, unbelief is one of the hindrances for you to overcome the enemy you are dealing with. Are you here? Unbelief is one of the major hindrances to be able to deal with any spirit. That means that when you try to combat the enemy, he check in the spirit realm to see the amount of unbelief in your heart. And Jesus said, because of your unbelief. So the demon didn't respond because he sensed unbelief in your heart. And he went ahead, verse 21, and said that this kind of unbelief cannot go except by fasting and prayer. It means that we need faith to overcome the devil. But unbelief can also be a hindrance for you to walk in faith. Are we together? Hallelujah. And Jesus is saying that. So one of the benefits of fasting is that it knocks down unbelief. And once your unbelief is gone, your faith will come to the place where it will be able to deal with the powers of darkness. Number two, Jesus also said that this kind, it means that there are certain things when it comes to your combat with the enemy, it can never be moved without fasting. And today I'm going to give you a lot of things to have. Uh, it's going to be a preaching and a prayer point about a life of fasting, the benefit and how it goes to Fasting is a way we can renew covenant with the Lord and experience his favor in our life. Fasting is a way. So when you fast, you renew covenant with the Lord and experience his favor. 
in the book of Nehemiah chapter 9 and verse number 1, Nehemiah um, was hyper-comfortable in exile, uh, serving the king there as a cupbearer. The cupbearer is uh, those days uh, when the king is going to eat, those people test their food first to see whether there's no corruption before the king eat it. And now in the 24th day of this month, the children of Israel were assembling with fastings, with sackcloth, and with what? And ate upon them. That is one of the demonstrations of their fasting. So now in the 20th and the 4th day of this month, give me the New Living Translation. Let me see something. Hallelujah. On October 31st, the people assembly again. And this time they fasted and dressed in Bela and sprinkled dust upon their head. Why did they do that? Go to verse number 38. Jump straight to verse number 38. Hallelujah. The people responded in view of all this. We are making a solemn promise and putting it in writing on this seal document are the names of our leaders and Levite and priests. Come back to the King James. And because of all this, we make a sure covenant and write it and our princes and Levite and priests seal it. See priests seal unto it. At this time, these people have backslided. Some of them have gone to Ezra because of their worship with idols and stuff like that. But they engage in fasting, and the purpose of the fasting is that when I was studying it, in verse 38, they wanted to renew their covenant with God. Hallelujah. We were born in some covenants that were not good based on our backgrounds. I don't care what you think. Almost every body here is affected by it. Once you are an African, when you trace your background to a certain point, there are things you see there that provoke God. And as a result of that, we needed the fasting as this generational people to renew our covenant with God. And that is exactly what we are doing now. So as you keep fasting and fasting, may the covenant you have with God be renewed in a better way, in a better way that knock down every kind of altar in your background. Somebody shout, Amen. It helped us because it helped fallen believers to be to, to restore. It helped fallen. These things that we are teaching with, it cannot help anybody that is a lukewarm Christian. You have to be very strong in the Lord to be able to confront the enemy and overcome him. So I'm giving you all the benefit you can have because if you don't know the benefit you have with fasting, you might not take it serious. Hallelujah. And even if you take it serious, you do it at your convenience. That means I'm fasting three days, but when I get to the first day, I'm hungry, I go and eat. That is why I tell you that in fasting, eh, you don't start a fasting until you tell God when you are finishing it. Hmm? It's getting quiet. So tell God that I'm doing a three days fast and start. So that when you break two days, God knows that you have no reward. That is what is in the Bible. In fact, there are some people in the Bible, they didn't even give date. They decided they would fast until the result came before they stop. Like Daniel. There was nothing like Daniel. We couldn't see Daniel's date of the fast. But if you look at Esther, he said, go and fast for three days. Me and my maidens to three days because you can't leave it just open. 
so that wherever you go, unless maybe you are fasting for a purpose, for instance, you are fasting for healing, or you are fasting for something you want God to show you, and you decided that I'm going for one week. If God come three days and show you, there's no need to continue. Because God himself has decided that you won't let you go for one week. Are you getting it? But not, that is why every time we are fasting, we give you like 14 days, we say 21 days, we say uh, 40 days, so that we know that this is what we have decided to do with God. And God calculated to know. You can't just live in anyhow, I'm fasting. And then you say three days. When you get to one and a half days, I'm tired, then you eat. Then God knows that you are not serious. So in fasting, you tell God how you are empty before you start. So that the devil can package your trial. God doesn't reward a half pay. Because if you don't take care of this generation, sometimes we are not taught well. So we want to write our own Bible and bring it to God to accept it. For instance, like when we are fornicating, we say we are dating. It's not in the Bible. Are you getting what I'm talking about? I'm going out. It's not in the Bible. There's no way the Bible says go out. It's not there. But you see, they polish it. They make it. If somebody is a thief, they say kleptomania. They say kleptomania, they call it or whatever. You are a thief. A thief is a thief. A sin is a sin. It doesn't matter how small or big it is. And God doesn't judge, judge things by your vocabularies. He judges it by the standard of his word. So it's not a matter of the way you think. So we have to understand that what we are doing. So we say 21 days fasting, and then you start, you do small, then you stop. Okay, I'll go with them first week. Then you second week, you are not there. Then third week, you come. You are not part of it. And you can't deceive God with that. You can have any teaching or whatever, but go to the Bible and see. Moses stay with God 40 days and 40 nights. Huh? Some people, when they declare fasting, they tell God that this is how long I'm going. And like I'm telling you, like Daniel Dems, they don't even have the end. To them until resort come, I'm not stopping. That is another point. Hallelujah. So fasting helps you to renew your covenant with God. And I pray that your covenant with God will be renewed so that you can receive strength to deal with every enemy that's disturbing your life. It is also, you know, we are dealing with the enemy. Are you with me? We are dealing with altars. We are dealing with Leviathan and all kinds of spirit behind the altars in our background that trouble us with sickness, poverty, affliction. When I start giving you the rewards, you understand. But fasting is one of the ways to increase the breaker's anointing. Write it down in capital letters if you know how to write. It is one of the ways to increase what? The breaker's what? Anointing. Micah chapter 2 verse 13. The breaker's anointing. Micah chapter 2 and verse number 19. Everybody say the breaker's anointing. So there is an anointing that breaks. Tell your neighbor there is an anointing that breaks. It breaks yokes. Are you getting what I'm talking about? The breaker is come up before them. They have broken up and have passed through the gate and are gone out by it and their king shall pass before them and the Lord on the head of them. So when you engage in the fast, eh, God becomes the head of whatever you are dealing with. And once God is going ahead of you, you can be sure of a permanent victory. Amen. Give me the Amplified Version. Let me show you something. Give me the Amplified Version. Watch the Amplified Version. The breaker, the Messiah will go before them. 
Hmm? The Messiah. That is one of the things in him about Christ. He is what? <laughs> the anointed one. And the Bible calls him the Messiah. Will go before them. They will break through. Pass in through the gate. And go out through it. And the Aki will pass on before them. And the Lord at their head. They will do what? Breakthrough. So when you start fasting, the breaker's anointing will increase. And once the breaker's anointing increases, it will deal with every obstacle that is in front of your life. It's a good place not to be lazy and to say amen. Hallelujah. So it can release the breaker's anointing. Fasting can release the breaker's anointing. It is in the book of, it is in the book of um, um, Isaiah chapter 58. And when you read from verse number six, the breakers anointing, the whole thing about you, you remember when Jesus Christ returned from his father, the Bible said that he returned in the power of the spirit. Everybody say power. power. It means that he went there full of the Holy Ghost, but without power. But he returned in the power. Now, watch this. It's not that the fast that I've chosen to lose the bands of wickedness. So when you start fasting, you deal with wicked. And let me tell you something: altars are wicked demonic authors are very very wicked the devastation and the harm they've caused in our backgrounds only god can tell hallelujah people are suffering people are in the in the kingdom sometimes the way we suffer it doesn't even attract other people to come to the kingdom but i tell you after this fasting there will be some liberty there will be total freedom and and you will come to the place of where your christianity becomes attractive there is a realm where serving God becomes attractive. And I pray that God will bring you to that place. That means that you just... Everything is a blessing. Sweatless breakthrough. I mean, glorious marriage. Financial blessing. Business booming. Everything working together for you. And that is why the Bible said, the hidden shall say, Yeah. Then the heathens shall say, when the Lord shall turn again the captivity of Zion, we shall be like them that dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then the heathens shall say, it means that even unbelievers are sharing your testimony. The Lord has done great things for them. May the breakers anointing over your life increase so that you can deal with every satanic forces and altars that has dealt with people in your background. God will deal with them in the name of Jesus. The prophet Micah was prof he prophesied the day of the breaker coming up before his people. That is what he says. See that? And their king shall pass before them and the Lord on the head of them. So in this case, the prophet is saying that a time is coming. Those who are fasting, God will go ahead of them. It means that they are going for battle, but the captain is God. Think about it. <laughs> I mean, in the book of Judges, chapter 6, I remember when Israel was about to get to Jericho and Jesus Christ appeared. The reason I say Jesus Christ is that a man was standing with a sword in his hand. And when Joshua saw the man, he said, are you for us or for your adversaries? You know, Joshua is a no-nonsense man because he was a military officer. Huh? But hanging around a prophet, then oil fell on him. If you remove the skin of a, a, of, a, of, a, of, a, of a snake, it doesn't become a lizard. 
Yeah. So Joshua had the prophetic anointing, but the instinct of the military training is still in him. And the Bible said, when he saw, he said, Are you for us or for your adversaries? And the man that spoke to him said, The captain of the host of heaven have come. And they were just about to go and fight. And the man came with a sword. That is why you don't, know, you don't only have to know Jesus as a lamp, he's also a liar. He protect his children with the lamb side and he fight for them on the lion side. Hallelujah. And the Bible said, when he said that, the reason I know is the Messiah, I mean theologians confirmed that there were manifestations of Jesus Christ before he finally came to die. Joshua bowed down to worship him and he received it. If it is an angel, he will reject it. Check the Bible. Every worship of an angel, angels will reject it. They say, no, 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 I'm a brother like you. Don't worship me. But once you see the person receive the worship, there is one of the third person, one of the third person of the Godhead. So this time, because he received it, the, the theologians call it theophany, the manifestation of Jesus Christ before he finally came to die and came in the flesh. The second one you can think about, when we cast Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fire, there was a fourth man. And the book of Nisar, his countenance is like the son of God. And so, that was a manifestation of the man before he came to die. And that is why the theologian said, let me not bother you with all kinds of theology. Hallelujah. But I see the breaker's anointing on your life increasing. And the reason why the breaker's anointing is important is that the Lord is a breaker. I only heard that. I mean, I say, your God is a breaker. And therefore, you break every satanic altar in your background. I say, your God is a breaker. And as I'm, I want to promise you this. As we fast as a Porter's family, there is going to be an increase of the breakers anointing on our lives. Oh, no, no, no. You don't look like you are ready for this. I say there's going to be an increase of the breakers anointing on our lives. Hallelujah to Jesus. And the breakers anointing help us to break through the enemy line. It will help us to break through all oppositions from the enemy. Because these authors can be a strong opposition against marriages, against finances, against everything. Hallelujah to Jesus. So when the breakers anointing come upon you, it helps you to break through. Somebody say, I'm breaking through. No, you will never be stagnant. There must be a breakthrough. Financial breakthrough. Marital breakthrough breakthrough on your health Amen. academic breakthrough Amen. every aspect of your life may you receive a breakthrough Amen. your amen is too weak Amen. that is why I want you to give this thing serious because there are some spirit operating in our lives they can never be overcome without fasting you don't want to tell us your story but some of us sitting here know that we are struggling with some things people are struggling with Last, some are struggling with finances. Some are struggling with different kinds of things. Hallelujah. That don't for, you love God all right. You love God. If you don't love God, you will not be sitting here. If you don't love God, you won't come to church. If you don't love God, you won't give. But in the midst of this, we are struggling with some things. And sometimes we wish those things are gone. And sometimes when those things happen, people are struggling. You sleep, something comes to sleep with you against your will you wake up and you are so depressed the whole day 
destabilize. And I'm saying that these things, you cannot go without fasting. Especially when you have gone around for every man of God has laid hands until you become bald head. And still, the thing is not going. Then it's better you step out and stop looking for laying out of hands. And it's better you have to engage in what I call the prophet's consecrated fast. Don't ever follow a prophet who doesn't fast. Don't ever. I don't care what it is. Don't ever. One of the major ministries in the Bible that fast is a prophetic anointing. So if the prophets fast, then the sons and the daughters of the prophet must fast. Because in the Bible, there were sons of the prophet. There were prophetic schools, even in the Old Testament. Hallelujah. Yeah. All the major prophets in the Bible were done, major fasting were done by prophets. Major. Moses. He said, a prophet who the Lord God raised unto you like unto me. So he called himself a prophet. Elijah, he is the champion of the dispensation of the prophets. Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights and called himself a prophet. He said, a prophet is without honor, save his hometown. So, a prophet that don't fast, I don't know the spirit they are using. Because you must stay in fasting to always stay on the, on, the, on the cutting edge. And when you stop fasting as a prophet, God stops speaking to you. And the reason is because you must always give directions about where the move of God is going, where things are going, the message at that time. And these things, you don't get them from the kitchen. Amen. Because one of the benefits of the prophetic anointing is that it releases prosperity. And I want to say something, and don't forget this. The devil fears your prosperity than your prayer. I want to say it again. If it, that's in case he didn't sing. He loves you to pray. But he fears you prospering. That is why there is a major attack on your finances. It's not because your boss hates you. But Satan knows that the way you pray, if prosperity is added, his kingdom is in trouble. Number two, you can pray a mess according to the Bible, but you cannot give a mess. So a prosperous man, even if his prayer is not working, his money will engage the altar. Am I teaching? So don't take it light. This thing we are dealing with, it cannot be without fasting. To them, give you the major solution we're dealing with of altars. And it's not just one day fasting that the thing is gone. It must be a lifestyle. Fasting must be what? A lifestyle. Because even after you cross the line, they will try to come back. So you use fasting to break through the enemy line and you cross the line and you use fasting to cause them to stay defeated. Now hear this. It is dangerous to stop doing what gives you victory. 
So if it is born by fasting and prayer, it must be sustained by fasting and prayer. Don't fast and pray and get married. And after you get married, you stop fasting and praying. And that is what most of us do. Don't fast and pray and get a business idea. The business is booming. And then after you, you, you started getting some money, then you stop. Anything born by fasting and prayer must be sustained by fasting and prayer. It will be stupidity on my side to come here and stop fasting and prayer. Fasting and prayer brought me here. I came to this land through fasting and prayer. And if I come here and I stop fasting and prayer, then I've opened the door for major demonic attack. And what you do consistently generates power. So don't stop. And I've told you, and I want to repeat it again, if you're part of this family, it's going to be part of our life till Jesus comes. Yeah. Daddy, when are we going to stop fasting? I'm glad you asked. The day Jesus comes. Mm -hmm. So just pray that he comes early. If that prayer is answered, our fasting ends. Amen? Because we don't need fasting in heaven. One of the major hmm, statements Jesus made to keep this generation in fasting is that the disciples come to him and ask him, the Pharisees actually, why is it that the disciples of John the Baptist and we fast and your disciples doesn't fast? And he say, as far as the bridegroom is with them, they will not need to fast. But one day the bridegroom will be going and then they will fast. And only you try fasting my completely. He say, as long as the bridegroom is with them, they don't need to fast. But one day, the bridegroom will be going. Is the bridegroom gone? As long as the bridegroom is with them, they don't need to. So, whatever side you look at it, the disciples had Jesus with them, so they didn't need to fast. So when we also be with him, we don't need to fast. But he said, once I'm gone, there is no substitute for fasting. So anybody that is on earth as a child of God, that you don't have fasting in your question, you are heading towards defeat. Especially this generation. So I'm not surprised. Tell me a church that is so frustrated. And I'll tell you a church that fasting is not part of their equation. It is the atomic bomb of the spirit. It is the ballistic missile in the spirit realm. It is the scientific speed the way iPhone 12, iPhone 13, and this one comes, and new technologies come, the only way, as science is running very fast, the only way spiritual realm to catch up with science is fasting. That is it. Amen. Tell every man of God, if you think fasting is has no benefit, come to Porter City, walk around, and then you can make your conclusions. It is not just what we do, but the pace. I have slowed things down. I decided, God told me to slow things down a little bit. But the pace, where we do things, the faith is just in activation. Before we think about it, God is knocking the door and bringing it.
It's just there. Amen. You can have the same thing for your business, for your company, for your what? I am giving you the key. If it works for us, it will work for you. So I'm giving you the key to fasting. Hallelujah. No. Don't walk with anybody who hates fasting. Don't make them your friend. Amen. Don't let anybody mentor you who doesn't talk about fasting. Don't have a future. I'm telling you. Some of you, eh, you'll be the best your family has ever seen. These are personal testimonies I'm telling you. There will not be anybody like your type in the family. If you stay consistently to what I'm talking about, there will not be your kind. You'll be the standard for everybody. We want our children to be like this. And let me tell you this. There is no major ministry I've heard the name that fasting is out of their equation. Is it the full gospel church of Dr. Young Gicho of Blessed Memory? Not only fasting, they build a camp to fast. Is it redeemed Christian church? Is it Bishop Odepo fasted two years before he started Winners Chapel? Two years in fasting. He said 24 months. How many days did I fast before God told me it's time to build a city? It's not your one and a half day. Oh. I would never have been qualified if it's just 14 days because the 14 days would not be a qualification for this kind of thing. So God waited until you have crossed the 30s to the 40s before you show up. The first man that saw God's handwriting was Moses. He was not in the kitchen. I mean, unfortunately for him, he didn't bring us for us to see it. He broke it. But he saw it, but he didn't allow us to see. So if Moses didn't break the tablet, we could have seen the way God write. The next time Moses when he said, because you broke it, I don't write twice, I won't write again. Now you write it yourself. But he was in 40 days and 40 nights fasting before he received God's handwriting. Do you want God's handwriting in your life? Yes. Keep on staying in the kitchen. Some of you are fasting. All your mind is waiting for 6 o'clock. I mean, you even engage some duty so that the time will go very fast. So there is no use of the fasting. I schedule times of prayer. Once my eye open is prayer. Recently, God told me, I know you have scheduled times for study, but if it's possible, pray more than you study. Because when you pray more than you study, quoting one scripture can generate power. Then study the whole Bible with that power. The latter kill it, but the spirit give it life. After hearing all this from you, if you fail, then it's your spiritual laziness. I don't expect you to fail. No. I am not a theologian. I only preach experiential message. If the thing has not worked for me, I'm not permitted to preach it. If you see me preach about faith, 
I am not a preacher of faith. I'm a practitioner of faith. If you see me talking about fasting, I have major testimonies for it. Hallelujah. Receive the breakers anointing to deal with everything. Fasting will help you overcome every stronghold and break free from their limitations. Honey, strongholds brings limitations. What did I say? When there is a stronghold in your life, it brings what? Limitations. Strongholds. We walk in the flesh, but we do not walk after the flesh. The weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal. They are mighty through God to the pulling down of what? That is satanic fortification. And when we engage in a fasting, it will help us overcome strongholds. Stronghold means that the devil has operated there for long. And I'm telling you, some of our family, we have seen poverty for long. Poverty has been so part of us that it has formed part of our, our mind. That when we see prosperity, we get angry. There are some of you who want to bring a rich man to come and marry you. All your family will fight the person. If that thing doesn't look poor, it's not part of us. Poverty can let you come to church. And when you see even beautiful things in the house of God, you'll be angry. They say somebody come and say, nah, sorry, so nah, carpet, eh? And it's right no, no. They told he's angry because God deserves to pay. I still feel that even the way we decorate his room, his church room, we have not met the standard because where he lives, the streets are good. Now, that kind of God, you want to just worship him on bench. There is a reason why God doesn't visit your household. Ah, may you prosper. Yeah. This house that you leave door before it open. And when <laughs> there are some houses until you leave the door, it will not open. You hear cat. Then it's opiates. <laughs> you will make it. Yeah. And let me say this the demons that come against us huh? <laughs> and against our life. They are different in terms of their wickedness. During the all night, I'll show you principalities, power, rulers. So the demons that come against us, they are different in terms of their wickedness. And some of us, as a result of what our forefathers did, they invited wicked spirits. The spirit that causes poverty, they are wicked. Because they can make somebody die at the hospital who must provide just thousand Ghana cities. celebrate poverty and this we will fight it until it will be a thing of the past 
very soon, everybody come to church will be a millionaire. Yeah. If you are ready. And I'm telling you something. When we even prosper, the jealousy will reduce. The enviness, the bite-biting. I asked the Lord a question three days ago. What is really, how do you judge gossip? And the way he answered me was very interesting. I never thought about it. He said, anything that you say about somebody that you cannot say it when the person is present. So I'm telling Pastor saying something about Jackie. If Jackie is there and I cannot say the same thing, I am a gossiper. And the Lord said, it is one of the means for me not to prosper people. These are all the things you have to learn. No. Once what you are saying, you cannot repeat it. In the presence of the person, you are gossiping. And a poor people like gossip. It's there. What you see? I I have friends, I have few wealthy people that are my friends. And one of the common denominations when you hang around is that. They don't have time for things. They don't have time for gossip. They are dealing with too many things for them to talk about somebody. No, 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 no. I said, don't ever, and from today, as I'm teaching you this, don't ever accept poverty. I'm going to show you some things in the Bible. Because it's a wicked spirit. It makes people who are intelligent never go to school. It makes people who can become medical doctors because of money they were denied. It makes people fornicate in church because they needed money. They are not ready to, they just willingly want to fornicate, but they are so much in tight corner. One man show up and the man said, if you can let me do it, I'll pay. If you have never been there before, you don't know what I'm talking about. But it's not your own. Your own there, there's money, but you, you, you keep quiet over there. I'm not talking about your own. Your own is not a matter of uh, there was no money. There was money. Just that. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Hallelujah. Now, but it can lead people into all kinds of things. Amen. Every wicked spirit hovering around your life. This last week of the fast, may the Lord knock those spirits down. Joel chapter 2, verse number 12 to 13. Wow. Therefore also now, sayeth the Lord, turn ye even to me with all what? Your heart. And with what? Fasting and with what weeping, with what mourning, and rent your heart and not your garment. So fasting is one of the way we come to God. Don't just fast. Make sure that you humble yourself before God and ask God to work on your heart. 
Rent your heart and not your garment. Because the Israelites are this thing that they remove their dress and everything, but their heart has not changed. So in this kind of fasting we do here, it must change your heart. Especially the one you do staying on water. It humbles you. I'm not talking about the one you skip a meal. But the one you do, the ones that I teach you, if you buy the book, it humbles you. There is nothing that can show you how proud you are than fasting. It will reveal your heart. If my people which are called by my name will humble themselves and fast and pray. In fact, fasting itself is a demonstration of humility. No proud person can fast. So if you see somebody who doesn't fast, it's a demonstration of pride. It means that God, I don't need you. I can handle my things. When we fast, we are telling God that I can't handle this thing. Amen. I don't know how I got here and I don't know how to get to where I'm going. I am seeking the face of God because I know that you are my helper. And it has nothing to do with how much money you have in your bank account. Because you can have the money and not enjoy it. Fasting helps you to make sure you prosper the right way. Yeah, you don't become a thief to prosper. You prosper the right way. Yes. I, I knew this many years ago. I mean, when I became born again, and I stayed with it, I knew that you cannot prosper the wrong way and enjoy it. I don't envy anybody who has prospered and is crooked means. No. It was a prophetic word, Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 11. Jesus Christ. It has said, as the patriarch lay eggs, huh, and hasted them not. Let me read it to you. As the patriarch sitteth on an egg and hasted them not, so is he that getteth riches and not by right. He shall leave them in the midst of his days and at the end, and, and at his end he shall be a fool. Bible. So whatever prosperity you are getting, if it's not by right, you don't have an, you don't, you don't, you, your, your end is a disaster. You cannot use your ways to prosper. You cannot use your ways to get a job. You better stay with Christ. Look at the New Living Translation. This scripture, I got it <laughs> early days of my Christian life. Huh? Like a partridge, it's like another close animal is ostrich. Huh? Huh? That hatches egg, she has not laid. So are those who are getting wet by unjust means. At midlife, they will lose their riches. In the end, they will become poor old fools. Bible. Bible. Now, these are not scriptures, about, they are in my spirit. I am not going to look for them. They, they have been my spirit for years. Wealth gotten by vanity shall be diminished. That's why we are paying the price like this. God has blessed me some more. I'm going to be blessed. But I live in godliness with contentment. I have coveted no man's egg. No man's money. No, I have no, I have no prophesied crookedly to arrest anybody's money. I have never. I never cancel somebody. Bring money for counseling. I don't even have time for that. Look at Amplify version. Let's amplify it and show. You. Let me show you something. 
like a partridge that gathers a brood which she did not hatch and sit on eggs which he has not laid so is he who gets riches by unjust means and not by right he will leave them or they will leave him in the midst of his days and at his end he will be a fool so if, if you don't leave that the riches will leave you don't envy anybody who is don't envy any politician who is stealing money their end is a disaster their scriptures cannot be broken i don't care about who is a thief don't envy anybody who is getting this money it is man that printed god has distributed say that's even the god is mine so when god doesn't give it to you it's a curse stay where you are and trust him to bring you to from one level to the other now listen <laughs> the prosperity that is from God travel generation let God give it to you leave your father and your mother Genesis chapter 12 and go to a land I will show you and I will bless you I will make your name great by chapter 13 verse 2 Abraham was very rich huh? very rich in cattle, in gold, in silver in everything ah. he transferred it to Isaac Isaac gave it to Jacob he keep running and running up to now so we just don't want to prosper. We want to prosper the right way. Because everybody wants to be crooked. They still are still from church. You are doing a ministry. Somebody, instead of coming to help, they are looking at what they can get from it. You don't come to God's kingdom to come and look for what you can get. You come there to come and sow. Because the place is an altar. Now hear this. Does it make sense? What others have given that you are eyeing? That they are prospering. Why don't you also give? This is the bottom line. But everybody is ready to fast. No. I remember many years ago. I will never forget. I won't mention the pastor's name. <laughs> we were in bed in power. And I went to do my waiting. That time I used to wait at Dansuman. I don't know whether it was Mr. Ogres or one of them. There was one pastor there. He was doing. Uh, when he see me, I, I don't know what phones are. I don't, I would never forget. I would never, he is nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. One day he came here looking for me, he couldn't even find me. Nowhere to be found. Hey, then he called me, hey, I, I want to submit, I said, no, uh, me too, I'm submitting, so yeah. nobody. Don't you hear Papa said when Papa came in, he said, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Where they keep telling me, and I'm not surprised. A life of fasting. <laughs> you will never be ashamed. Yeah. Now, hear this. Don't try to complain your problems to people. Go to God in fasting and complain to Him. Your marital attack. There's no need. Most of the cancer you go to them, the cancer, they need cancer. Among the things I'm teaching you, whether it's prayer, faith, holiness, none of them can be compared to fasting. If I once you fast, the other ones you 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 sweatless operate through it. Don't copy in the kingdom, you can't copy you. It has nothing to do with orators 
and how fluent you are, it has nothing to do with phonetics. God is not an Englishman. You are the only people who celebrate English. Hey, he doesn't speak good English. Where are you from? No, good English is not synonymous to wisdom. The fact that you speak good English as only you are wise. It's just a language. It's like Fra and Ga. Some of the prosperous countries in the world, they don't speak English. Go, China, it's recently they are learning English. The first time we went to China, we had an interpreter. We pay him. So don't boast about English without wisdom. Wisdom is a spirit. With this my Griga Griga English, I'll preach to churches that are full white. White, no black. But me and my wife, we have gone to place to preach. We are the only black people there. If we have stayed in some environment that so once we're there, we never see a black person. We are very uncomfortable. No black person. There is no Kodaki there. Everybody is white. They were trying to strain their ears to hear your accent. I told them, I said, hey, when you act your movies and bring it to we listen. If you don't, if you strain your ears and nothing happened to, and I've given prophecy, no, they say, oh my God, they, they keep quiet. <laughs> no, you are not. And I, they pretend, when you start prophesying, they hear. <laughs> it's a deception. When people just want to control you, they have this kind of funny, funny ways. They want to do things. When I'm prophesying, I call them. I will even sing it tree. As, as Terry, one day we were in Benin. The power of God was so strong. I was singing tree. They were crying. I said, do we hear? He said, no, we can feel. I said, huh? <laughs> so, all you need is the oil on your head. All you need is the oil on your head. You don't need the, uh, just don't let anybody belittle you and do all kinds of things. Hey! Mighty evangelists, some of them they preach and people interpret. Interpret. When we went to Dr. Young church, do you know that they have about me, all the service? Only one service is English. From 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., one service, one o'clock, it is preached by Dr. Cho himself. All the rest are preaching Korean language. Some of you even try to worship God in English. You know you don't have vocabulary kinds of things and you are limited to the way you are worshiping God. Omnipotent. Uh, potent, potent. Then you ended there. And that is the end. That's all you know. You can't just get uh, uh, I worship God in my prayer closet with G. That is my mother tongue. I can bring out more apparitions than going to say eh, 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 the creator of the potent. What potent? That is why sometimes when we worship, I tell you that customize your worship. It means that speak, there is no language God doesn't understand. Speak God. Speak away. So all your worship has ended. Potent. Obini. Then you come back. Obini. Then he said, hey, Lord, then that's it. What does he have time for you? Unbeatable God. Uh, uh, then when your, when your mouth slipped, uh, you was beating yesterday because you don't, sometimes you even say things you don't understand. When we say, when we say, some of you only call them Jehovah Jerah, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah, you don't even understand what you are saying. If you don't know Jehovah Nisi, don't say it. You must know the meaning of what you are saying. 
If you don't know El Shaddai, don't say it. If you don't know El Elyon, don't say it. You must understand. Those are Hebrew names. And you are not a Hebrew. Don't just call people because people are doing something. Now, what kind of breakthroughs can you expect as a result of fasting and dealing with authors? What kind of breakthrough? First question. How many of you are expecting a breakthrough? Listen. Never fast without expecting a breakthrough. Write this one down. Number one. As a covenant believer, being able to live a full, being able to live full of peace and prosperity as part of your salvation package. Now hear this. Hear this. Hear this. So number one, fasting will break the spirit of poverty over your life and will prepare the way for prosperity. And that is why the author, number one, what did I say? Fasting will do what? Talk to me to break the spirit of what? I'm going to show you, contrary to the things they have said, eh, give only. Thank God for giving. But when you fast, you break the spirit of poverty because most of the authors in our background, one of their major assignments is to create poverty. That is where everywhere you see idols, you see poverty. If you like, I mean by observation, check every territory, you see a lot of idols. There's a lot of spirit of poverty. Amen. Let me give you scripture so that it's not be like I'm just telling you something. Hallelujah. Huh? Now, look at it. In the book of Joel chapter 2 and verse number 15, listen to God. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Sanctify a fast. Call a solemn assembly. For what? Verse 18. Then will the Lord be jealous for his land and pity his people. So, when we fast, eh, we attract his mercy. Go to 19. Watch this. Huh? Yea, the Lord will answer and say to his people, Behold, I will send you corn, which is a symbol of prosperity, and wine, and oil. You shall be satisfied therewith, and I will no more make you a reproach among the hidden. Fasting will break the spirit of poverty. Now, jump to verse number 24, and let's look at the reason why we need to do this thing. Watch this. The floor shall be full of wheat. And the fat shall overflow with wine and oil. Keep going. And I will restore to you all the altars are stolen. The years that the locusts, everybody say locusts, and the cankerworm, and the caterpillar, and the palmerworm. Now, all this represent demons that devour the glucose, the cankerworm, and the caterpillar. There are symbols of demons that devour blessings, and only fasting can deal with them out. The locusts represent the spirit of poverty. That is it. The locusts. They came in different faces. Look at the way they operated. Give me the New Living Translation. Let me show them something. 
The Lord said, I will give you back what you lost to the swarming locust. So you had it all, but you lost it. Huh? The hoping locust, the stripping locust, and the cutting locust. Go and study characteristic of locust. You have a cabbage farm and locust descend on it. They are one of the uh, incest God used to judge Egypt. If they descend on a farm, by the time they finish, all the greens will go. So locusts represent poverty and God is saying that for you to walk in prosperity and overcome this kind of locusts, let me finish reading. Keep going. Go. Go again. Huh? Once again, you will have all the food you want and you will praise the Lord your God who does this miracle for you. Never again will my people be disgraced. But, come back to verse 15. All this cannot happen until verse 15. Blow the ram's horn in Jerusalem. Announce a time of fasting. Call the people together for a solemn meeting. This is why I call you when some of you won't come. Look at the way coronavirus has made economies. Look at the way. We have not recovered. It's threatening the economies of countries. And don't deceive yourself. So the locust is a sign of poverty. So the poverty in our family that came by the altars, they invited locals. When you see idol in your family, it's a legal invitation of locals. And today, by the instrumentality of fasting, we break free from this kind of spirit. I declare you loose from the spirit of poverty. You will not see poverty in your life and in your generation. So according to the Bible, fasting breaks the spirit of poverty. That is why here we have never borrowed to build. We know what to engage to release a supernatural blessing. I have seen Muslims send cement here. I have seen people bring one articulator of cement. We cannot trace them. We have those testimonies here. One day there was an articulator of cement. The guy brought it. 1,000 cement articulator. Who sent you? He said, the man that sent me. He couldn't mention. He said, my boss. Who is your boss? We, after that, we couldn't trace it. So, there is no substitute for your fasting. In your quest to deal with poverty, you will stay poor. You will work and not see results. Because locals are divorced. They will finish everything. You will work with a torn pocket. Your bag is full of money, but the bag is to the under is torn. You will go and fetch water with a sieve. If you don't fast. But because you are fasting. Makadabasatoya. Every spirit of poverty over you is broken in the name of Jesus Christ. Verse number 18. Look at it. When they fast, this is the result. Then the Lord will pity his people and jealously guard the honor of his land. Verse 19. Hmm? The Lord will reply, look, after you fast too, you will reply, look, I am sending you grain and wine, symbols of prosperity and olive oil. 
enough to satisfy your needs. So you will not be a beggar. You will no longer be an object of mockery among the surrounding nations. If you don't fast, you will be an object of mockery. Nobody in my family can mock at me. It's not possible. It is not possible. Hallelujah. If I didn't fast, I would be an object of mockery. You can be a pastor, you still be an object of mockery. Because the scriptures cannot be broken. Make sure you are connected to the right source. Without fasting, they will knock down that glorious marriage. You will part before you start thinking. What have I done? What have I done? What have I done? Huh? You will leave the man before you realize that you really love him. Without fasting, you will settle for where you are. Anytime I go with go show me things that make what I have look very small. Today, what you show me, Porter City is like the seed of a bean in the sea. Some has not fasted. They build some small auditorium. They've been satisfied. That is their word. It expanded your capacity. Give you boldness and courage. Look at the time you started that building. The foundation even has been filled with earth now. You get to lentil level, now the lentil is collapsing. Because you don't know the keys. If as I'm building, <laughs> as I'm standing here, if I built a seven-bedroom house and I use one year of disgrace God, I will even get there. Oh. If God can use me to raise an auditorium like this in 10 months, now do you know why? It's not because I have money. God built the world in six days. He would need 10 years to build seven bedrooms. So the reason why your building has no change is that it's not God building, it's you. If I use my own strength, the building will not. But this time we have not finished foundation. We finish no depth, owing nobody dead or alive. Everything was in place. You hear us talking prosperity, you get angry. Because, and it's not just you, it's not your anger, it's the others. You know, the authors can even confuse your mental state. That when you say something good, you get angry. I break that spirit in your mind. Every spirit of poverty. Every locust and caterpillar and cankerware. Today, by the instrumentality of fasting, we break their power in the name of Jesus Christ. Your army is weak. Hallelujah. The locusts came after Israel. They canker well. They devoured their harvest. Everything was gone. So if you don't fast and pray, locusts will devoid. You will work but have nothing to show. I've heard many people cry. I've worked in this company for 20 years. I don't even have a television. Haven't you hear people talk like that? When some breakthrough is coming, they divert it. And we are sitting there talking and complaining. No. Let me tell you, guy, 
I believe in it too. I believe in the pastor praying for you. I believe in the man laying hands on you. But there are some things that goes beyond that. If you just stay gumping around one man of God, one of my God. By the time they finish wearing all the hair in your hair, you have become 92. And you are as poor. They say church mouse. It, becomes, it depends on which church. <laughs> when you come to Portes, you can get Portes due. People leave chocolate and things. So if you are a mouse here, you are not poor. We have defied that proverb. It depends on which church you attend. That depends on which church the mouse is. Ah, as of me, sometimes when we are, you don't see chocolate and biscuit and things. So if you're a mouse, are you poor? Have you seen a mouse eating chocolate before? So we have to find another better symbol for the poverty. <laughs> Amen. Fight your way out. Even if you don't want to be a Babylonian, cancel your name from the poor list. Now, do you know what he said? Listen to what he said in verse number 25. Listen to what he said. I think the New Living Translation. The Lord said, I will give you back what you lost to the swarming locusts, the hoping locusts, and the stripping locusts, and the cutting locusts. It was I who sent this great destroying army against you. But 26. Once again, you have all the food you want. It means that if I permitted it to come, because you fast, I'm canceling it. And you will praise the Lord your God who does these miracles for you. Never again would my people be what? Disgrace. Come to 24. Give me 24. The threshing floors will be will again be piled with grain and the press will overflow with new wine and olive. The wine and the corn represent what? Prosperity. And that is what God is about to give to you. And the reason why all these things were going on. Uh, listen, the reason why there was locusts and the caterpillar is that the demons of poverty has not been bound. And because they have not been bound, they have a few days. So until you deal with the spirit, their oppression continues. Don't only ask God to bless you. Tell him to make you a blessing. And that is the best state you can be. No, there is no place in your life where you are not just blessed, but you are being a blessing. I love that stage. I love the opportunity to pay people school fees, support people, give to them, if God gives me the grace. I love it. I love that. I love to give cars to people. You are not just blessed, but you are being a blessing. I love to have clothes and share some with people. Yeah. One day I told my man, I said, pack all my suit and let's start distributing them. He said, some of them, you have, many of them, you have not wear it. I said, no, I'm leaving the place when I wear it before I give. Now, sometimes, sometimes people come and say, Papa, I want the one you have to wear. They have your own faith connected to that. Want to tap into anointing. But I just want, you have it. Now, listen, if you are not blessed, how can you be a blessing? That is why I tell you, poverty is a sign of selfishness. 
you are always trying to attract people's attention. When will other people attract your attention? We are breaking the spirit of when a time is coming, nobody will be poor in this house. I say things for God. I say our identity will be prosperity and purity. Do you remember I said that? Once we are going come, the altars in our background, they can mark things for destruction. They can mark things for... And so, you have to be sensitive to the spirit of God. You cannot knock altars without the spirit of sensitivity and discernment. Anything you hold is a harvest. When you release, it becomes a seed. Your miracle is in your seed. When I went to church and God told me, give your car and your wife's car. I can't explain why God said it. There's something about God. Everybody look at me. Sign your eyes and look at me. When God speaks, he doesn't give details. The reason he doesn't give details is that if he gives details, it will be easy to obey. But he wants you to obey willingly because you trust what he said. Take your only son, go to the mountain. And kill the son, sacrifice him. If you decide not to go, huh? And the guy, uh, your son is going to buy something, and the car is sitting half accident. Which one would you say? Anything can still have happened to Isaac, even if you decide not to sacrifice him. There is nothing you are enjoying that you are enjoying it outside God's protection. If God takes his defense out of you, everything around you is vulnerable to satanic destruction. So when God says, give something, don't think about it twice. Now let me show you something. That's what Abraham them say. Once God speaks, immediately, listen, delay obedience is disobedient. Prompt response. Leave your father and the mother. The Bible says the next day he departed. Circumcised yourself, the next day he's doing it. Kill your son. He's on the mountain. God say, give something. Say, I'm praying about it. Pray to who? <laughs> you are praying to the God that say, give it. Am I teaching? Amen. These are the secrets that knock the altars out of your background. We are substituting this teaching with all the harm the altars has caused. Hallelujah to Jesus Christ. Amen. In Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse number 3. <laughs> God specifically allowed Israel to go hunger so that he can bless them to the promised land. And he humbled thee. Huh? Give me the New Living Translation. Let me see. Yes, he humbled you by letting you go hungry and then feeding you with manna, a food previously unknown to you and your ancestors. He did it to teach you that people do not live by bread alone. Rather, we live by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Oh. Verse number seven. Look at their disobedience. For the Lord your God is bringing you to a good land of flowing streams and pools of water with fountains and springs that gush out in the valleys and hills. Keep going. It is a land of wheat and barley 
grape vines, fig trees, and pomegranate, of olive oil and honey. Are you with me or you've gone home? Verse 9. It's a land where food is plentiful and nothing is lacking. But you cannot enter that land without fasting. So he suffer you to hunger. It is called false fast. Because you refuse to fast willingly, God cut a fasting for you. It is a land where iron is as common as stone and copper abundant in the hills. Jump to verse number 18. And let me show you something. Verse 18. Uh-huh. Remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you power to be successful in order to fulfill the covenant you confirmed to your ancestors with you. So, when God tells you to fast, fast. Because fasting is taking you to a promised land. Amen. And I'll show you the land. There is no lack in the land. There is no trouble in the land. May you be the richest person your family has ever seen in the history of your family. So how fasting help prepare a believer for a good land. And 2022, oh, you are going to a good land. Yeah. Oh, Fasting helps prepare a believer for a good land. Do you know a good land? A new house, a new job, a new business, a new, a new opportunity for international breakthrough. Fasting prepares you for it. Amen. Hmm? It prepares you for it. So, you need to humble your soul. Fasting humble the soul. And once your soul is humble, God can teach you. Especially, try this week. This week, at least try. Do some three days. You won't die. God will not tell you to do something that you will, that you will die. Huh? It humbles. Psalm, Psalm 35 verse 13. It shows that fasting humbles your soul. It humbles you. This is a new book I'm writing. Amen. And I'm just giving you the supper. Yet, when they were ill, King James Version, Give me the King James Version. Huh? But as for me, when they were sick, my clothes were sad clothes. I humbled my soul with fasting. That's what David said. Huh? And my prayer returned unto me on my bosom. This, is the, this, this scripture shows you. Have you ever fasted and I see when you pray, nothing is happening. I see the prayer is not going. The prayer is dry. How many of you have experienced that? That's what David said. Your prayer returned to his bosom. It does show me the prayer is not breaking through. The devil is trying to confuse you to stop. Because God answered prayer back with fasting. So fast. Uh-huh. Good. That's why I say buy the book and read it. The enemies of fasting. Those who say you are slimming down. How many of you started fasting? People say you are slimming down. Uh-huh. Have you got a reward for growing fat? All these are the enemies of fasting. Tell them, is it your body? The same people who want to grow fat, they will tell you. Now, to grow fat and slim down, which one is better? Yeah, healthy. There's a lot of health in slimming down. Now, don't just this. Every overweight is some people naturally, the way God created them, they can't be slim down. But overweight is indiscipline. Period. And that is where all sickness generates from. Go and find your dietitian. They will tell you that you cannot be you do know you can't go beyond if your if your your size is 14 don't go to 18 if you are petite stay there 
Now all your dress don't fit you. That's why fasting helps. Today I was reading one of the revival books and I realized that in the early 30s, 1930s coming to 1940s and 50s, when Braham and, 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 and Franklin Wardems, it was even fasting was uh, recommended by doctors. Medical doctors, they were using it for fistless and tuberculosis and they were using fasting. Today, when we talk about fasting as if you are punishing people, where, where, where did we go wrong? The church was born in fasting. They were one accord in one place. Even the birth of the Holy Ghost came through fasting. The Holy Ghost would have fallen on people and descend on them like clothing tons of fire who were just eating beggars. And you understand, you, are, you, are, you just want to eat. Control your appetite. Master it. If you don't master your appetite, you can't master your sexual appetite. The three appetites, status, is greed and covetousness. Another one is status. Huh? So you, all of them, the strongest one is the food appetite. No. The food appetite. If you don't master the food appetite, you can't master the sex appetite. The sex is nothing when it's towards your wife. But if you don't master, you step out of the boundaries. That is why a lot of people are in church but are committing adultery. I said, and let me repeat it again. You choose your sin, your you choose your sins, you choose your uh, what do we call it? Your your iniquity, and which sin you want to commit. You make you choose it, but God chooses the punishment. Never forget that statement. So when you see people sinning, don't don't worry. <laughs> when David slept with Bathsheba, God chose the punishment. When Israel sinned by doing things, the Bible says, do not mamas the memory, and they were beaten by serpents. So, you will choose your sin by memory. God will choose which punishment. Whether it's serpent or crocodile, he will choose one for you. Mm-hmm. So, the reason God doesn't want you to sin is that the, the sin will be forgiven, but the consequence cannot be canceled. So, limit it. I'm not the only one with failing. Hallelujah. Yeah. Number two, fasting will break the power of fear that tries to oppress you. Fear. Everybody say fear. I'm going to let us stand up and pray. Fasting will break the power of what? Fear that tries to oppress you. Hmm. Everybody say fear. I won't say much about it because I've preached all the messages you can hear about fear, but this is the bottom line. Get it, put it in your coconut. Simple. Don't turn from it. You are a victim of anything you are afraid of. If you are afraid of sickness, you become a victim of sickness. If you are afraid of poverty, if you are afraid that you never make money, if you are afraid of fasting, you become a victim. Hmm? If you are afraid you will never marry, you become a victim of that situation. If you are afraid you will never have a child, you are a victim of anything. So fasting breaks the spirit of fear. When you fast, there is a natural anointing of boldness, courage, inner tenacity that is released on you. Because fear is a killer. Mm? Fear 
will change the skin, the color of your skin, and cause all your hair to vanish. Fear. Fear. This is the interesting thing you must learn about fear. It's not a natural thing. It's a spiritual thing. And every believer walking in fear imported it. I want to say that again. Do you do cars in Ghana? Hmm? Okay. <laughs> I don't want to give you details about that one. Forget about it. Amen. Okay, let me step out of car. Do you do planes in Ghana? Do you have planes in Ghana? So, where did you get it from? Do we manufacture LED screens in Ghana? So, where did we get this screen from? Now, God has not given you the spirit of fear. It means that if you are fear, then it was important. And we import it because there's no resistance. Now, the reason why you imported is because you have a harbor system to clear it. Everything I'm saying is supernatural. The fear comes because they know they can settle. So if God didn't give it to you, the regenerated spirit is not supposed to walk in fear. So when fear comes, it is important. And because it is important, it can be exported. Now number two. Number two. Any fear in you is an illegal immigrant. And all illegal immigrants can be repatriated. So God said, the fear you have, I didn't give it to you. And he tell you what he gave you. He said he gave you the spirit of love. He gave you the spirit of power. He gave you the spirit of what? Sound mind. So when you are afraid, you don't have sound mind. Anytime your mind is not sound, you are afraid. There is a fear operating somewhere. Anytime you can't release the power of God, there's a fear. Anytime you are not walking in love, the reason many people don't walk in love is because they are afraid to walk in love. Because you cannot give love unless you receive love. So it is difficult for somebody who has never been loved to love others. Oh, let me put it this way. Anyone who has ever received love, it's one thing for me to love you. It's another thing for you to receive the love. Because some people, their spirit is such a way that they don't receive love. You tell them, oh, you are nice, I love you. They're angry. Am I teaching? So, the only way to kill this spirit is fasting. Because let me tell you something. Anytime you start fasting, the torment you send to hell, you have to meet the devil to explain it to you. He fears fasting. Especially the one doing and the foundation is on the good heart. Oh, he fears it. He fears it. He stay away from people. That, but he will do everything to discourage you. He will tell you 10,000 things that you must not fast. And once you're in the fasting, he will try to do everything for you to break it premature. Number three, fasting causes you to become more fruitful. Joel chapter 2 verse 22. Nobody can become fruitful and still be under the control of authors. Fasting increases the fruit of your the fruit of a believer's life. What, what it is. Be not afraid. 
ye beasts of the field, for the pasture of the wilderness do spring, for the tree beareth her fruit, the fig tree and the vine do yield her strength. New Living Translation. Don't be afraid. Don't be what? You animals of the field. For the wilderness pasture will soon be green. The trees, God is using this to represent something. The trees will again be filled with fruit. Fig trees and, 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 and grave vines will be loaded. Will be loaded down once more. It means you will prosper again. That means that fasting will help a ministry, a business, a career to become more fruitful. Receive grace to fast. Number four, fasting releases the rain. What is the symbol of rain? Joel chapter 2 verse 23. Rain represents the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Huh? Rain. You remember the Bible talks about the latter rain and what? The former rain. Rejoice, you people of Porter's family. Rejoice in the Lord your God. For the rain, give me the King James face. Be glad, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God. For he has given you the former rain moderately. And he will cause to come the rain for he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. Which month are we? Everybody say, I receive the rain. It the rain represents the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. It also represents blessing and refreshing. Now hear this. It is impossible for you to be filled with the Holy Ghost for others to torment you. The more you are filled, the more they stay away from you. So when you fast, one of the things that you can enjoy is that the anointing on your life increases. It is not possible to fast and not walk in power. So fasting increases the, the I'm not talking about anointing to preach. When you say anointing, don't only think about preaching. Huh? You can receive an anointing as a medical doctor. It means that you will be different from all other doctors. You can receive an anointing as a lawyer. It will be difficult for you to lose a case. You can receive an anointing as, a, as, a, as, a, as, as an entrepreneur, as somebody working in the office. These are the people that when they are leaving the office, they beg them. There are people when they are resigning, the company will beg them and say, you can't go. We are not releasing you. There are people who write resignation letter to the president. He refused to let them go. But that one is not anointing. Amen? So when you are anointed, it's very difficult. It's very, very, very difficult for you to be tormented by authors. So listen to me. Seek the oil. Huh? Be God greedy. Don't be satisfied with the small oil on your head. The reason you need fasting to get anointing is that it's the only thing your money cannot buy. Ah. Now hear this, girl. You cannot be anointed and marry a wrong man. Anointing no crime, man crime. No. No. You cannot be anointed for men to play around your body. No. The way you, your body is just you cannot be anointed for that thing to happen. When the oil is... Do you know something about anointing? Do you know one thing 
one good thing about anointing it fights when the enemy comes in like a flower it is anointing that lifts what a standard so the dose of the holy ghost on you is too small as you are fasting the spiritual foundation may the anointing on you be stronger and greater hallelujah to jesus christ amen it represents the outpouring of the holy spirit hey it will give you boldness courage there's the fifth one fasting breaks limitations and releases favor and brings enlargement most of the authors in our background has brought limitations on our life but this fasting will break it amen, amen. so this is it Esther chapter 4 verse 14 to 16 this is it can I, can I say that again did you get all fasting breaks limitations releases favor and brings enlargement fasting breaks limitations releases favor and brings enlargement so when you fast it breaks limitations I see every limitation on your life broken now what is a limitation it means that there is a line they've drawn you cannot cross but once you start fasting the anointing will cause you to cross that line some of us say there is a limitation on our finances how do I know certain amount has never entered your bank account highest is 5,000 those of you who have 1 million to account fasting will break every limitation and it releases to our favor and brings enlargement so favor of God will be released can I tell you this hey can I tell you this tomorrow we'll get there you cannot prosper without favor hey favor will let you get things you don't deserve everybody will say you don't deserve but favor will give it to you favor will give you a God fearing man that will love you you will drive cars you didn't buy you will live in houses you didn't build you will get your documentation without sweat. This is what fasting can do. So listen, the first major requirement to knock down altars, it cannot be done outside fasting. What I just gave to you, eh? I have 40. I list down 40. But you, I'll give you only five. Five. Another time I'll continue because I'm, but and do no enlargement I spoke about Fasting brings what? It breaks what? Limitations, releases favor, and brings what? Enlargement. If you are not enlarged, then you are stagnant. Hmm? There's a realm you have to change neighborhoods. All neighborhoods are not the same. Please. The base. Sodom and Gomorrah. They are not the same as easily go. Hear this. When I was studying, God showed me and the altars. The receiving environment you live is difficult to prosper. Unless God change it. Because everything you see around does not permit you to prosper. And when you try to prosper, then they will kill you. There is also an environment you go and live. Whatever you think you have that you are boasting means nothing to your neighbor. And that one alone keeps you humble. 
I have seen people with 25 cars in their house. Footballers. So when we are two cars, keep quiet. May the Lord enlarge your coast this year. Yeah. At least, at least, I'm trusting God with you. That where you are living and renting the house now, when you live there, you move to your own house. Yeah. How many of you believe this prophecy is for you? I'm trusting God that after spiritual foundation, you will not pick Huba and Trotro again. Yeah. One person stand up, so he's there for this man. Yeah. Listen, girls. Do you know it's possible to marry and go to your own house? Two-bedroom house. To start from there. It's possible. You finish the wedding, you are not renting a house. Whether it's for you or your fiancé, it doesn't make anything. Huh? Huh? You can marry a, a girl who has built two-bedroom house. You can also marry a man who has built two. And it's possible. And it's nice. It's possible not to borrow a car to do your wedding. But the car you use for the wedding is your own car. You know, we are coming to the place that all these cars for wedding will be trim. Do you know that? What really it is? Ribbon, whatever it is. It's not necessary. If you have your own nice Kia Picanto B and then uh, Kia 4 wheel drive B, just dress it and use it for your wedding. And when you finish, you drive your own thing. Amen? No, if, uh, nobody should even drive you. you. When you look at you, you, you do we drive you? What kind of, that, that ah, two days drive? It's not two days, two hours. Drive your own car. It is possible. It's possible. It's possible to get a land. And by the anointing that is coming upon you and the things I'm teaching, you start small, small, small before you know you have roof it. Hmm? It's possible. You need your own house in Accra to have sound mind. Yeah. Sometimes the house we, we rent, we don't even know the foundation. If you be a Kotrema, when money comes, Python swallow it. I pray for you that God will enlarge you. Yeah. Do you know that you, need, you don't need money to get a car? Favor. You don't believe it, but I'm telling you. Because I'm driving all kinds of cars I didn't buy it. And it didn't start now. Even when nobody knows me, I get a car as a gift. The stronger your favor, because the reason why you need favor is that whatever you don't have, somebody has it in excess. Somebody can meet you and give you one million dollars, and it's nothing to the person. Nothing. There are people who can meet you today and give you a check of one million Ghana cities. But it's nothing. That kind of money means nothing to them. If somebody has seven million dollars in his bank account and give you one million Ghana cities, it's nothing. I I went to dedicate somebody's house in a port residential many years ago. When I got there. I even thought they were selling cars. Because that I made my au pair with that starter. Then I saw, I didn't count them. But this is what shocked me. I saw the woman said, 
He said it in Chi. He called somebody by name. He said, Where were you from? Eh? I don't know, my man, can why you visa. I will never forget that. Why is it that you have allowed the dog's car to be dirty? And that car was Pajero. That, you know, Mr. Bushi Pajero. To stand in the four way drive. And cram my car. Stand to your feet. <laughs> now, if that person, if that, if, if, if that person meets you, and if he give you the Pajero, you will celebrate. But the car that is coming to you, German can hope on a car and the amount. So you see, I've seen people give me all kinds of things. Somebody, almost every year, somebody give me a car. I don't car cars. So believe what I'm telling you. All you need is impartation. Do what activate favor. Fasting at you know most of the gift I get, I get it after fasting. I've noticed that thing. May you receive an uncommon gift after this particular. <laughs> Hallelujah to Jesus Christ. Are you listening to what I'm talking about? Is it possible? Share. Yeah. A man of God in Nigeria recently, the man came to church and said that. Who believes he can get car in the next 10 minutes? Everybody was sitting down. A little boy, nine years, wake up. Hey! And came to stand there. The rest, they, I don't know whether they thought the man was joking. He said, and he has a big ministry. He said, well, when I was coming, people have given me so much cars that the Lord told me to give some of them out. So that is why I asked. This little boy, the eight cars I want to give out, take all of them. Yes. I just read it yesterday. If you were to be asked that question, you would take your bag and go home. <laughs> it's not a luxury. Never get a car. I'm trusting God at this house. Car will not be a luxury. Amen. It will be a necessity. Amen. And when you have one car and it breaks down, what happened to you? So, having one car it's not enough. No, all these things are the state of people's mind. No, the state, the prosperity doesn't start with money, it starts with your mind. I never prospered until God started changing my mind. No, I saw that God wanted me to do something, and I'm the one limiting him. Do you know you can limit God by the way you think? He told Israel, open your mouth wide and I'll fill it. So God wants to give you a mansion, but you want two-bedroom uh, uh, house in Death Traco. And God is saying that you have started here, but leave the place. Some of you are staying in a place and you have just gotten complacence there. It is dangerous. I was a man and God told me you have overgrown. If I'm still staying there, I will never be where I am. So it is important for you not to settle down for where you are because the God we serve is a progressive God. Start from there, but don't stay there. Are you blessed? Somebody say fasting. 
So the first major requirement has come. I'm not saying aggressively and ambitiously go for it. You are just walking in the will of God and doing what God has called you to do. And God himself is supplying it. There are things I will never pray about it because I have sown dangerous seed for it. I will never pray. No, 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 no. Since I gave two cars about 50 years or there about ago, I don't remember. Car has never been a prayer point. I will never pray, Lord, give me what car will I? No, 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 no. It will never be a prayer point. <laughs> I don't know how many cars I've given as a gift. I've seen people come and give me cars. I gave it to somebody before I realized that this is the car. Somebody brought me a car key. I, I met somebody. I gave the car to him. I said, oh, there's a car. Be there. Go and take it. It's when the person driving, I saw the car. I gave it before I saw it because I don't need it. I don't even go anywhere. There's a place. God was telling me that there's a place to come. All your life is centered around God. No. Amen. So most of the things you are chasing now, just serve God. At the time you come, you don't, you, you don't even know what to do with it. No. It is possible. That between now and next spiritual foundation, you are a high flyer. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the message. For further inquiries, contact Belt Prayer Center, P.O. Box, GP21421, Accra. Telephone, plus 233-274-009933 or plus 233-242-472655. Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website, www.portercity.com. Location, Plot 16, Mutual Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra, Ghana.